With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Really exciting. Here we go. Ready? Is everybody ready? Yes! Stop being passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hunks Podcast. Yeah, none of my stories are gold. Uh, I'll say that one again. I, I didn't know I had curly hair until I was 12. That's weird. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm Dana. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Rory. Together we make up a sketch comedy group based out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, commonly referred to as Hunks. Uh, we it's uh, we ask people to refer to us as that, as that is our name. Um, <laughs> we've been doing sketch for a couple minutes here in town, and we we're doing this fun little podcast series. Season two, of course, is brought to you by Manitoba Safe at Home and the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. And uh, today on the podcast, we are so excited to talk sketch comedy and uh, anything uh, other than sketch comedy as well with this guy uh, who was on a TV <laughs> show in the 90s. You're going to love him. Give it up for Kevin McDonald. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Boo. 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 <laughs> in the 90s, I saw Nirvana play. I oh, I'm jealous. Shit. I'm so jealous. Have, did you really? I did. Uh, oh. Dave Foley and Scott, my name dropping, and Scott Thompson, Please. I went to see them. And then we had backstage passes. And um, Scott is sort of famous for being an idiot, right? Uh, <laughs> but Scott got separated from us. And Dave and I went the right way. And the back, and the, and the, and the big security guard said, these aren't good. I said, but they were good. And he wouldn't let us in. And Scott somehow went the wrong way and crawled in through a window <laughs> and got in. <laughs> And, oh my uh, God! Said, oh, uh, oh, Kurt's uh, waiting for you. He's he's in that room, and it was full of like heroin candles and darkness. <gasps> yeah, and yeah. the only thing Kurt Cobain said was, "You're my favorite show." But Scott Thompson took to mean that Scott Thompson was his favorite show, not the. <laughs> this actually segues to another story that, if we remember, I can tell you later. Sure. Okay. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Kurt Cobain said, "Kids in the Hall" was his favorite show. He said, you're my favorite show. <laughs> okay. I th we'll interpret it as as we please. Okay, I'll yeah. tell you the other story now. Is it please do it. Yes. Please, please. Yeah. Yeah. But before you do, what are heroin candles? I don't know. It's a term I just made up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, candles that you burn and they release heroin into the atmosphere. <laughs> I think there are things like that. But I think what I meant, and who knows, I'm going to turn that light, this light off here. I'm going to turn this off in a second, I swear. Sure. <laughs> um... 
that it seemed like he was taking heroin and it was kind of dark uh-huh. and the candles were. I think that's what I meant. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I'd imagine. Like, you know, there's, some, <laughs> okay, there's see some candles that you turn on and they just put you in that mood, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too also, dark. Heroin was like the first essential oil, you know? Yeah. Yes. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just dump a little bit into your shower and get it all steamy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. This shows the, my bald head too much. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the listening audience, Kevin has a team of people who are uh, adjusting lights, <laughs> lighting them. Yeah, Pulleys. I'm surrounded by seven people who make me look more bald than I. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laying their hands over his forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have the money, man. Spend it on things like that. <laughs> you gotta spend it. Of course, I was being I was being silly with your introduction off the top, but. Uh, Kids in the Hall, uh, you've been on uh, uh, Mad TV, Friends, Seinfeld. Guilty. Comedy Bang Bang, <laughs> Arrested Development, uh, so many great You TV have these memorized, right? You're not reading them? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, uh, of course, tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce. Oh, sorry. <laughs> shopping list. Uh, you were in shopping list. Uh. <laughs> It's going to be dark, but I'm going to be bright. That's just the way yeah, we can see you just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you look great. totally fine. Yeah. Sorry for inter- what was your What was your other story? The segue from the heroin yeah. candles. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this was 1994, if that means anything mm-hmm. to you. And then a few months later, the kids in the hall were on uh, tour. And uh, during that time, uh, where, where you told Scott Thompson he was his favorite show, uh, Scott said, well, we're touring and we're playing Seattle. And uh, Kirk said, here's my phone number. Call it. He didn't say wow. call me, he said call it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was a great show, Nirvana, but you could already tell that he wasn't enjoying it. Like, like yeah. he, he gave it his all, and yeah. then his songs, he died, and then he gave it his all. Anyway, he gave huh. I'll, I'll try to be quick with this long story. No, I <laughs> oh, love it. It involves Winnipeg. This one I was living in Toronto. Oh, shit. Winnipeg. Who knows where it's going? <laughs> <laughs> Cut to so two hours later. Uh, Scott said yes, and he told Dave and I later, who were like uh, grumpy that we didn't get in. Um, it's usually the other way around. Scott doesn't get. In. So anyway, uh, it's a few months later. <laughs> it's the spring of '94. If that means anything to anybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> April. And, uh, <laughs> for any Nirvana fan, knows what April mm-hmm. 1994 means. And uh, we were touring, and we um, uh, we uh, Winnipeg. We got to Winnipeg. We always liked Winnipeg. I'm not even lying. I would say that anyway because I live here now. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not lying. And we uh, we go to the Fairmont Hotel. Um, mm-hmm. We were playing Vancouver next, then Seattle. So uh, we get into Winnipeg, and all of a sudden this uh, giant, beautiful bus um, stops in front, and we think it's a rock band, but it isn't. It's the Los Angeles Kings, and uh, huh. this is when Gretzky was playing. And, uh, <laughs> And the team got out, and they get out in order of like good player, like um, <laughs> the rookie that year get up first, and they get happier as they come out the bus. <laughs> it was almost like an Elvis thing, and the second best player came out second last, uh, Luke Robitaille. Uh, and then it was like a pause. Like I don't know what Wayne Gretzky was doing. Like, like to make it dramatic, there was only us kids in the hall like watching. Yeah. And then came out in what seemed like a fake fur coat. It was like a you know, yeah. coat. Big and toilet then, uh, flushing sound, and then he steps off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was having uh, hockey diarrhea. It's a hockey <laughs> uh, uh, So the kids in the hall, we had our manager go to the desk uh, because we would make mistakes. Every hockey player had to go to the desk except for Wayne Gretzky. So he was in the elevator with us. And I remember huh. it was a lot of floors up. And uh, 
he, um, there was like a nervous silence. We were all like, even Bruce McCullough, the cool one, we were like, we couldn't believe we were in an elevator with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. He said, um, are you guys a rock band? And we all said <laughs> in the same voice, like we were playing an improv game. No, sir. Comedy troupe, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then sir. he said, which I later put in the sketch, he said, oh, yeah, you're the boys in the band, which is like a famous uh, play yeah. of movie. <laughs> He said, oh, um, uh, because we were on CBS at that point, but by CBS, I mean, they put us on really late at night. Uh, <laughs> like it was three in the morning in Los Angeles. I remember that. And he Holy said, oh shit. yeah, when I have a bad hockey game at home in Los Angeles, I, I put you guys on to cheer me up a bit because I can't sleep. Uh, oh, and then, man. Uh, uh, he got off first. It was like 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 Elvis again, like like the hotel clerk planned it, the, the guy at the desk that he would <laughs> yeah, get off Yeah, 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 yeah. And like he gets off first and as the doors are like um, closing on him dramatically, he says, have a good show, guys. And then we quickly yell at, have a good game! <laughs> <laughs> and then Scott and I were the last ones in the elevator. And the <laughs> story's almost over. Uh, and then I said to Scott, um, remember, uh, um, uh, call Kurt Cobain because we'll be there in two nights. And he said, he had the, the phone number. He said, Kevin, I'm doing it right now. And then I went to my room. I put on much music. And uh, Steve Anthony, the, the old VJ, you're you too young to remember that. He was t uh, telling the world or Canada that uh, Kirk Cobain was found dead. He said, Oof. someone like uh, that looks like um, the match of the description, Kirk Cobain has blown Whoa. his uh, uh, face Just off. Just really didn't want to talk to you guys, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I remember thinking being optimistic. Oh, he just looks like Kirk Cobain with his face blown off. Yeah. Maybe it isn't him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it could be anybody. Wow. Oh, but point. we were in Seattle. We got there the night before our show, so we had the night off, and we went to the vigil. We went to the vigil. Oh, wow. Really? You were there? We were there. Oh, uh, man. It was weird because we were really sad, and people were recognizing us. So we'd be really sad, and Courtney Love... Uh, <laughs> She was. Uh, she had recorded a message, and we heard her. Yeah. And we were sad, and people say, "Hey, have you crushed your head?" All right, and we did this. And we did this. <laughs> <laughs> Do chicken lady. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My story's done now. It could all be impromptu. I, I, I more twelve-minute stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, <laughs> that that is that's the introduction that you know no one could put together. That's exactly yeah. uh, you know the kind of like piece of uh of great comedy lore yeah. <laughs> that you guys have you just seem to have been woven into the seams of pop culture over decades now like yeah through force through our uh, through our broken teeth uh, that reminds me of another very short story uh a few days later we were playing los angeles and roseanne um uh, roseanne arnold was and tom arnold were coming to our shows but they had split up and I remember um, that was our big in the day. We were being interviewed by Entertainment Tonight. And uh, they said, um, that whoever the host was, uh, said, we hear that Roseanne was coming, but uh, they split up with Tom. And then Dave Foley, what did Dave Foley say? Oh, yeah. Kirk Cobain killed himself and Roseanne uh, left Tom. It shows you what great lengths people go to to get out of going to a Kids in the Hall show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they showed that. <laughs> was that was that your first tour of the States in 94 or had you guys already done the States before? Uh, first or second. I yeah. Nice. I remember we played the UCLA Theater, which was really nice. Wow. Sweet. Yeah, not all my stories are gold. Uh, I'll say that one again. We played the US UCLA Theater, which was very nice. Get out. <laughs> Better the second time. But before all that, but before all that, you had done a, uh, a residency in New York, though, yeah. Yes. Um, before the TV show, when Lauren Michaels right. uh, uh, discovered us, uh, he brought us to New York 
for five months. It's a weird time, not four or six. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We wrote the pilot, and we also performed at night. Um, did I ever tell you this story? I've never talked to you guys. That <laughs> 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 um, our opening comic uh, at the club, because we played Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays at the West Bank Cafe, uh, a semi-famous th uh, theater thing there. We saw Carol King do a sneak show after us once. That oh, was holy shit. She was about to tour again, and she hadn't played live for 10 years. Anyway, um, there was a comic who he's for, he was a playwright, and he was 40 years old. And he was really, really funny. He, he like he brought out the like Mort Saul. You too young to know Mort Saul? No, yeah. Oh yeah. He brought newspapers Saul. out and he and he sort of ad libbed and uh, and he was hilarious. And he uh, he, um, he like he was our I guess our opening act every show. And it was great. But we knew that he would never make it. Um, only it was Lewis Black. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was too too old at that point in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ford, like, I guess he was 39, if I remember yeah. right. He missed the bus, <laughs> eh? Like, yeah. never in a million years, the, the guy that's opening for us, who's really a playwright, yeah. but, like, um, the, the comedy was secondary. Like, he was writing plays, like, wow. experimental plays. I had no idea about that. Yeah. I yeah, don't think I'm lying. <laughs> you're you're writing, uh, like, Experimental play. plays. Aren't you? Well, a rock opera, no? Yes, I, I, I wrote a rock opera. For my podcast, and then I've done it live four or five times, based on a true, true, disgusting story that happened with Dave and I, Dave Foley and I. Uh, don't assume the whole world knows who you are, Kevin. Right, Kevin? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm writing so many things now. During this past year, uh, I've added five more songs. Oh, <laughs> that's great! Really? So it's now a 60-minute rock opera instead of 45 minutes. Oh, awesome! So it, we... it hasn't been staged in its entirety yet, though. Not the new ones, but I've done the 45-minute version. Oh, okay. Nice. Do you yeah, sometimes... A, a disgusting, true thing really happens. Like, uh, but people, uh, I guess because the music makes it uh, sweeter for them. Uh, yeah, for, right. Sugary, and then, then they, uh, they don't attack me ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a little water in the apple juice. A little, wa a little water in the apple juice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> much. Is that, is that like fulfilling a, uh, a past desire, like... I find that comedians always want to be rock stars and rock stars always want to be comedians. I was about it... to say that to you. I was about to say that. Every comedian wants to be a musician. Every musician wants to be right. a comedian. Yeah. The Black Crows in high school were a comedy troupe at first. For real? <laughs> For real. No. No. Honest to God, they love Python. We became no. friends with them. Because they, uh, Black Crows. Friends with them, but we really liked them. And then we... Yeah. Um, and we liked their music as a guilty... Like We were supposed to like the Pixies and Camper yeah, Man, yeah. Beethoven and the Replacements. Um, but even before we met them, we, I remember once we were, uh, in a Lorne Michaels limousine cause we were in New York and he was driving us, <laughs> that's another <laughs> story. Um, Scott asked like, uh, he said he was going to the library in New York to return a book, but it, I can't say the story. <laughs> yeah, yes you can. <laughs> it's what they used to call, um, in the eighties, uh, it was a finger palace. Ah. Uh, and Lauren Michaels had no idea. He thought it was a real library. So when we were waiting for Scott Thompson to go to a finger palace, I'm like, more about it. Um, we, uh, Lauren, uh, like, had awkward conversation. You yeah, say, so what are you listening to now? Any music you like? Any? And then Bruce said, well, I, I didn't want to say this from the guys, but I kind of like the Black Crows. And I said, I like the Black Crows. <laughs> And then a few cities later, we, um, oh, oh, that's another long story. So I won't, <laughs> I'll just say we met the Black Crows a few cities later. Nice. <laughs> you guys no never collaborated story. on a comedy skit together? The kids yeah. in the hall and the Black Crows? Or a song. Well, 
Sorry, I keep interrupting you, Dana. You talk. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say anyway. I, it wasn't good. Uh, you did, uh, I did. Oh, my God. The light went off. <laughs> you got to fire those people, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. You're seven. You're fired. I'll keep you. The, the other six. <laughs> Here's another Lauren Michaels music story. Uh, when we were there during that time in New York, the five months in 87. Yeah. yeah. You mind me telling boring story? Love it. No, no man. Please. Please. Uh, cool. He he lived in a Central Park West apartment, sort of like uh, Buffy and Jody in Family Affair. Is this reference to old? It's to a. I don't know that one. I don't know it. Buffy and Jody. Buffy, who the later became the Vampire Slayer, right? <laughs> I'll lie and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like the whole floor, uh, and you could you could you could actually see Central Park. And we'd done the show, and I was tired, and he um, he he, uh, he put on the Simon and Garfunkel album from the '60s. And he uh, passed a joint around, which I didn't partake. Um, but everybody else was, uh, even Bruce, who doesn't like that either, he, he was doing it. And he was talking about movies, um, um, uh, like, like old movies. And I fell asleep. And when I woke up uh, five minutes later, I heard him say, I actually heard him say, you know, and then sound came to the movies in 29 and revolutionized the whole affair. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved that he said affair. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I mean, we, we don't mean to keep just like pimping you into story after story. I know. Oh, like... I'm pimping myself. I'm sorry. Okay, great. <laughs> it reminds me of an old story. Oh yeah, love we, we love hearing whatever. I mean, one thing I was wondering about was, um, like, you guys. I mean, you guys were fucking. You guys were and are huge. You you have legendary status. But I I was wondering, like, Alt. you guys Alt. are yeah. You, 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 cult? <laughs> cult. Cult, 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 legendary status. <laughs> no the way. Rocky Horror Picture Show have come. No, yeah. they were way bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, I mean, you guys are open about having fathers who struggle with alcoholism and stuff like that. You mentioned that story just now, like passing up on smoking a doobie in that in that uh, cool New York apartment. Was was having that kind of like a background and seeing family struggle with alcohol one way that maybe you guys were able to keep that fucking train on the rails somehow? I mean, with the four well, of you, or... Somehow, like, like we did all have drunk dads. Scott's dad was even worse. He didn't drink a drop. He was just really angry. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Mark's dad was like a, like a diplomat, and uh, he, he was more of a okay bad dad, that he just was never there. Right, yeah. right, right. Even emotionally, he was never there. Um... But Dave, I can say now because he's quit drinking. Dave had a drinking problem that almost went off mm. the rails. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's oh. what you were fishing for, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would have been struggled. Um, <laughs> and but how at bad first was he didn't because he had no money, and because uh, because uh, uh, like uh, him and I were we knew each other before we knew the others, and he yeah. never drank. I never for a million years thought he had a drinking problem, and um, uh, and he didn't because he had yeah. no money. He never had any like like he never sure. drank at all. Yeah, sure. he didn't even know. At that point. He didn't even know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I had curly hair because my dad gave me brush cuts until I was 12. Then he stopped bringing me because he was too drunk. <laughs> it all ties in. And then, I, then my hair grew and I, I didn't know I had curly hair until I was 12. That's weird. <laughs> That's a long time to go. Yeah. I got my curly hairs around 12, too. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't put the S on. I didn't. <laughs> I, my hair had no S. <laughs> have you uh you've avoided uh covet haircuts uh, have you taken a uh, stab yeah. at it at home or anything like that or well i 
um, I promised the kids in the hall that um, that I wouldn't die before we uh, we're filming our new show in a few months. Yeah, <laughs> right. We wrote That's it when right. it hit. We were in uh, Toronto, and it hit, and then we had to write on uh, Zoom during the day. We were writing by ourselves in the afternoon anyway, but we mm -hmm. couldn't have that hour or two in the um, writing room. So we, uh, we we met on Zoom, and then we wrote by ourselves in our lonely apartments. Or some of them live there. Some so some lonely houses. There's gonna be a lot of song, a lot of songs, a lot of sketches about loneliness and isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like old man staring out the window. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says outside. funny like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what's and, your pro? What, what's now we're your filming it in a few months. That's all. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. No, nice. that's fine. Um, yeah, that's really exciting. So what what was the process? So everybody's sort of individually writing their own ideas and then the idea would be bring it to the group meeting and, and you all sort of bang out the details? Yeah, like we write every project, I hate to say we're project, um, we write differently. Like uh, when we were uh, a stage troupe before we had a TV show, mm -hmm. we would bring in ideas and we would do it more like you said, Matt. We would write um, through improv, like rehearsing mm -hmm. and improv, like mm -hmm. rehearsing and writing was the same thing sort of. Yeah. Right. Show we sort of worked by ourselves and in pairs of twos or threes. The movie Brain Candy we wrote all together in the same room, which is why it was the worst experience ever. We enjoyed the movie, we liked the movie, but it was the worst we love writing the movie. experience. And then uh, the, the miniseries, which I don't like that much. Death comes to town. Don't tell the others. Though I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens to this. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce is the best writer of the troupe, and him and I did most of the writing because the others were busy. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it just shows you that um, even the best writer and me, who can't really ruin things, couldn't make it as good as the troupe could make it. And now, the, now we're doing. Uh, how are we doing it now? We're, um, we we had writers with us because mm -hmm. uh, Amazon. We're doing the show for Amazon. They want us to have. Um, young writers people who are young and who weren't um uh, white men over 50. well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah how, how did you find the process of bringing other writers into it was it uh, did it take some time to get used to like the with your existing group dynamic no no it, no you like i would have thought it might have but mm -hmm. um we love ideas so much. This sounds sound pretentious. Try not to sound pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best thing about comedy is ideas. I always say yeah. this. The second best sensation, um, maybe you'll agree with me, you're a comedy troupe. The second best ses uh, sensation in a um, doing a comedy sketch is when it's, um, you perform it for the first time and it goes over well. But yep. the best sensation is uh, when you first think of the idea. Totally. Yep. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is my hit single. This is my Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yes. Bring your brand back. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so we, we just listened to all the ideas. As it turned out, we picked all our own. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that true? It could be one or two. Well, the, the, some of the writers definitely uh, co-wrote with um, with a couple of us for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was a lonely guy in my, in my apartment, so I wrote a lot by myself. Um, I, I find that uh, the ideas don't come like they used to. Um, but I had so many old ideas, and also like the the, um, the the first two hours. First, it was in the writers' room, then it was on Zoom. Um, what do they call it? Blue skying. That's a. Do you yeah. know that writers' word uh, term? Blue sky, where you just it's a the sky is blue. You have the whole sky. You have, oh. you, like you come up with ideas, and that mm -hmm. helped me a lot. And a lot of ideas, like half ideas, I brought in, and people helped me. And then I um, then I would write them that afternoon. To me, this is heaven. To, uh, yeah. to work with them for two hours and to leave them for seven hours <laughs> right. in my own apartment. And write. I need seven hours to write for three hours and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or four yeah. hours. And I could sort of do two sketches a day, though there's a lot of bad sketches as a result of that. <laughs> yeah. 
That sounds we, like our process. We kind of make each other laugh for a couple hours and then yeah. kind of divvy, yeah. divvy up assignments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then trade them around sometimes. We'll do. Do you guys do that? Trade them, like trade I, sketches back I, and forth a bit? Oh, well, I take uh, my sketches yeah. to the bus stop and I trade them to some guy <laughs> for something else. <laughs> yeah. We have, you know, Monty Python, they, um, a lot of times the, the funny person didn't write it. The other two wrote it. Or, mm. which, which is Kitchen Hall, 99% of the time, uh, the funny person wrote it. Or uh, our other two writers who we still have nowadays, Norm Hiscock and Gary Campbell, who were in the troupe before they split up right before Lord Michaels um, uh, they split up with the troop uh, right before Lord Michaels discovered us huh. and uh, Gary and uh, Norm was there for the writing process but he's busy and uh, Gary's sort of like our showrunner now they're oh, nice. like you know the term the fifth beetle are you too young to know the term oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're the together they're the sixth kid in the hall Gary and Norm nice, nice. and we had like five or six young writers that were uh, very excited to be with us I hope we treated them well yeah, I'm afraid that Scott's going to say the wrong thing and cancel us. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy. He's the one that would get He's you guys canceled. He's the one canceled. that's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like always now, pushed boundaries. He's I can't always... tell you because I'm being podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except when podcast. the world's normal and I see you at a club, I'll tell you what I'm about to tell you. What, what Scott's complaining about now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just get him on the pod. And we'll... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll just say it. <laughs> you guys, you guys, good at fighting with each other. Do you guys fight a lot in a good way? Well, we used to, when we were young. Do you, I, I mentioned it before. Do you know the group Camper Van Beethoven? I'm familiar, familiar-ish. Kind of. They got a lot better, but their their most famous song is uh, that's a fun song. Uh, Take the skinheads bowling. <laughs> no. Anyway, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they made a comeback. Um, I guess 15 years ago, and I guess that was it. It wasn't much of a comeback, but it was great. The album was great, and um, they were a rock and roll band with a, a violin player, and the violin player said they, because they were famous for fighting. And um, huh. the reporter in the LA Weekly uh, asked them, because um, I read it. Um, I wasn't there at the interview, I read it. And they said, uh, <laughs> you guys still fight? And he said, um, if you're in a creative group in your 20s, it's your job to be an asshole. Yeah. But now that we're in our 40s, it's your job to try your best to go around being an asshole as much as possible. So mm. we do do that. Huh. Though Scott Thompson is in the group, and sometimes it is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> he caused two of us to storm out, not me. Um, I, I never get so upset that I storm out because I'm used to my drunk dad. Uh, <laughs> my drunk dad was vicious. He chased me around with a, a steak knife, like a no, like a, a butcher knife. Uh, and Scott Thompson's is worse. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have weapons. It's just yeah, yeah. words. Just yeah. his words, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. him. If you ever hear of course I love you, and I'm half kidding. Of course. Half kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. That's important. A little bit of friction helps the creativity. Uh... Oh, he wants to fight all the time. And if you do fight, I, and, and a, a good scene comes out of it, he says, see, we need to fight. And I right. say, yeah, you could do it that way. But also we wrote seven other great scenes to this one where we didn't fight. And isn't that a better way? <laughs> Look, no one's crying. Fight. Like sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I had another amusing anecdote, and then I forgot it, and the show died. See, you need my boring story. <laughs> I think we, we were all just thinking back to our last fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fight a lot because you're Trying gone. to decide who won. I'm with Scott here. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You think the... Are you, you the you, Scott of the troop? I, th I think I might be. I'm also, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not the most self-aware guy in the world. So <laughs> who knows? Well, I think you just like fighting. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Look, this is about like Kevin, not me. <laughs> it's him and I did a stand-up uh, tour like uh, nine years ago, ten years ago, I guess. Yeah. And um, I went to Toronto, and he and he talked me to staying in his place instead of a hotel. Um, and we had trouble, uh, like he was going to do stand up, I was going to do stand up, but we wanted to end with stuff together. And we had a horrible, horrible fight uh, oh. about the ending. And um, uh, and I, I was considering just going home and canceling the tour. And I said, I, I can't talk to you right now. And it was his apartment, which is weird. But I walked into, <laughs> it was long enough, I walked into uh, the bedroom I was using. And then I thought of what he just said as a fight. And I thought of what I just said. And then two minutes later, I was going, Scott, Scott, I have an idea. Why don't we pretend to have a fight at the end? <laughs> and then you say this. And instead of saying Scott, instead of Scott saying, I don't want to talk to you right now, uh, he got a pen and paper and said, yes, keep going. And he wrote stuff down. And, he thought, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the time that he said, see, we need yeah. to still fight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. We could have come. <laughs> we don't have to. I, you know, I'd rather like, cancel the tour and not have a like good show than because <laughs> the only thing that saved it was that uh, we th we thought of a good idea and yeah. now we just remember the laughs of the last part. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it would have like hurt our relationship for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, guys are. That doesn't always happen. I don't always go in the other room and make me think, and the fight makes me think of a good idea. That's yeah. like um, yeah, yeah. Matt. So I wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matt's getting ready to fight you on that. Yeah. That was lucky. That was lucky. That I interact. Why don't we pretend we have a fight? Yeah. And it killed every night. And every night we had to reenact our fight. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are good actors. You could pull it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite line isn't a laugh line. Did you guys get this? Uh, it's sort of like when I watch Spinal Tap now. My favorite. I've seen it forty times. Spinal My favorite Tap. line. Is um, when the guy in the hotel clerk, uh, the hotel clerk, uh, when they call him a twisted old fruit, and he says, I, "I'm just what God made me, sir." <laughs> yes. <It's> a... So <laughs> good. I, like things like that. And then uh, it was when uh, Scott started the fight on stage, he would say, um, "That's the last straw." And I would say, "I didn't know I was counting. I didn't know we were counting straws." And it doesn't get a laugh. <laughs> That's great. And I look forward to it all night. I didn't know we were counting straws. How many straws? You didn't tell me how many straws we. Yeah. yeah. It, that we yeah we have a lot of lines uh, well it's mostly lines that people don't get but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's ninety percent of our sketches yeah, yeah. yeah. just for us yeah. do you find do you find that that it ends up being your favorite part of the sketches that you write is is something that is really just for you or just for the group absolutely absolutely because um like we're comedians <laughs> and we do love hardcore comedy. Uh, mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I loved Jerry Lewis. And then I uh, was alternative and I liked Andy Kaufman. I decided not to like Jerry Lewis. And then uh, when I, when you're 28, everything uh, evens out. And uh, you go, oh, I like some of Jerry Lewis. And, right. and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but hardcore comedy was always, uh, but, but then you want to fight against that. Um, but I like, now I like all kinds of comedy. I like Andy Kaufman. Yeah. I, I think uh, the best act has to be half Andy Kaufman and half Jerry Lewis. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could I definitely. Yeah. Um, and um, my favorite sketches, though, even though I seem to be the most obvious comedy person in the troupe because I make faces, 
uh, my favorite kind of con and I find that everyone's um, no matter what you are musician or comedian your the your idol is always someone exactly not like you totally. like my favorite yeah hundred percent yes isn't yeah. it I yeah. said it. My favorite kind of comedy actor is Mark McKinney or Christopher Guest or Peter Sellers. Um, something that I'm not, like mm. character comics. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I was saying is that I find uh, the bet. My favorite comedy is comedy between the cracks. That that mm -hmm. um, that you sort of find by accident. Bob Dylan said his best moments in his albums were the accidents. And, yeah. Uh, if you're together all the time, it's the accidents. Like the straw thing was a like an accidental ad lib. Uh, that because it becomes my favorite thing. It doesn't get big laughs like uh, things like that, but it's um, it's. Uh, I always also say comedy is a game of inches, and those are the kind of inches that adds up. Yeah. I have a gray hair floating in front of me. <laughs> get it, get it. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Don't go my apple juice. I guess I wanted to make it a big last, uh, so it would last the whole podcast. That's my yeah. I didn't want it too sweet, but now it's like not sweet at all. Oh no! I didn't mean to shame you on your on your juice. Oh no! Size. Now you got me thinking about my disappointing apple juice. <laughs> You're in the right. <laughs> that could be that could be a line that could be really cherished. You got me thinking about my disappointing apple juice. <laughs> That's a good name for a comedy disappointing apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we're disappointing apple juice. Can we have a suggestion of a first line of dialogue? <laughs> uh, Kids in the Hall, like the the TV show that you guys did, um, uh, I remember pushed, it. pushed boundaries. <laughs> I, I believe it was in the nineties, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pushed a lot of boundaries. I mean, uh, you guys weren't really holding any punches per se. And it didn't seem like you were going for like the political jugular or whatever. You were just like, you were doing what you do and, and talking about the things in your life or whatever. But uh, are, are there any moments from doing the TV show or any sketches or whatever that stick out in your mind where you look back on and you're like, oh, we were a little off the mark there or like things you like a, a favorite moment or a sketch maybe you you wish you probably. didn't put there's it probably show. some but i don't remember i know there's a few that we weren't allowed to do that i'm so glad we weren't allowed to do oh yeah oh really yeah can i say one sure yeah, yeah. yeah. yes you'll be pulled off the air we're here against all odds anyway yeah. <laughs> this isn't actually going out to any kind of broadcast is it? <laughs> yeah just but for ironically, our personal archive <laughs> ironically it is government mandated and yeah, sponsored yes. <laughs> oh good well i'm about to please the government <laughs> uh it was dave's idea I gotta say that uh, <laughs> Dave and I wrote a bunch of things called career-ending moments, where like he, uh, oh, wow. he where he thanks Hitler, um, Hitler when he wins the Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm his agent, and uh, and he comes off stage, go, I won, I go, you thanked Hitler, and he goes, the Oscar, you thanked Hitler. <laughs> That's a great premise. Yeah. And we had a bunch of others, but then we wanted to do another uh, bunch, and then um, but the, even. Even Bruce wouldn't let us do it. Uh, Dave came up with this idea that we were like a uh, Simon and Garfunkel uh, folk rock band on Ed Sullivan in 65, and we ended our career by singing a song called, here I go, called um, Sex with Children. I think it's okay. <laughs> I do it every day. But, uh, thankfully, we weren't allowed to. <laughs> well, that's like... 
that that hits something uh, that's true of that time where there was like singer songwriters with number one hits called my 16 year old girlfriend you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thirties, like. yeah sweet little 16 <laughs> Mm-hmm. Chuck, yeah. Chuck Berry and, yeah. She's beautiful and I'm 34 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I, I, Maybe that's what Dave was thinking yeah. <laughs> Dave thought of it So <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm the evil guy that said, That's funny let's write it up <laughs> <laughs> Now we couldn't do that There's a bunch of things we can't um, We just had a they had a lot of time to think during the pandemic because we wrote everything and then the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to, we're going to try to write a few new things because they they took out seven things is what I'm saying when they realized huh. we couldn't do. And the seven sketches thought, you can't do on television. Yes, exactly. Yeah. George, uh, what's his name? Carlin! Carlin. <laughs> and uh, five of them I don't mind because they're Scots and they were that great. <laughs> One of them is like a thing we've been doing on tour for the past few tours that is sort of like, I think would be a Kitson Hall classic scene where the five of us wear wedding dresses. Yeah, they're okay, right? poetically about the, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah I saw dress? it. I wear a wedding, it's just easier to hail a taxi cab when you wear a wedding dress. It's just <laughs> like when I wore it at her wedding. And like, <laughs> because they, they had a, um, um, before we started writing, they had a big meeting at Amazon, um, 19 creative people who weren't that creative. Sure. And, uh, they had a big talk whether the kids in the hall would be allowed to play women. And they decided to be allowed to play women because that's what we did in the 90s. And we could yeah. get them. Yeah. We, we disappoint people if we didn't. But it was discussed that we couldn't wear a dress if we weren't playing a woman. So they, they cut that scene. Oh. Huh. Couldn't wear a dress. Yeah. Because of the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wrote a joke in a, in a sketch where um, um, I have two cats and I wrote a, a sketch that, that got in about a guy, a lonely guy. All my sketches are about a lonely guy. <laughs> I live with a family, but I was mm-hmm. living in Toronto for a few months writing. Um, two cats have planned to kill me. I see their plans, like their intricate plans. <laughs> uh, and then um, two cops come um, uh, and they say, oh yeah, uh, could you describe the cat? Yeah, we're, we're after this cat. Anyway. <laughs> That they said, oh yeah, this cat usually goes after um, uh, lonely men, usually asexuals. And I thought that was the like a like a funny in between the cracks kind of thing. But we're yeah. not allowed to do that joke because hmm. apparently there's a group of asexuals. Um, yep. I thought I was making something up, but there really are people who say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. people yeah. Who don't is, want yeah. any of it. Like, I know, there but are you... people like that, but I didn't know they were they labeled themselves and admitted. Right. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, yeah, I, like how do you get? that approved like it's not like you're punching down on yeah, asexuals there it's just a it's a nice little bit of detail it's always fun for a comic yeah, yeah it's a little detail yeah but it's gone I don't know. yeah i'm not gonna fight anymore i just want to be on the show and then the the other sketch they didn't pick was a a really good dave sketch though i understand where he um and it's sort of reminiscent of another scene we did where he's he's a doctor who finds a cure for cancer but the side effect is that um homosexual people stop being homosexual and the, <laughs> the press uh, conference okay. people, are you saying um, homosexuality is a disease no I'm not at all but remember I cured cancer <laughs> oh you're an evil man but I cured cancer <laughs> but that scene was good yeah, yeah. like yeah, in man. 2021 we understand nobody complained yeah. except of course for Scott who didn't well, yeah. write it <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of that's part of what kids in the hall was was pushing those boundaries yeah. you know in that's some ways always they're good yeah they're trying to yeah, get us for to be, sure uh, like, as much as they can but mm-hmm. also 
they're afraid of their jobs and they don't sure. want to like um, uh, upset anybody. Yeah. Sure, sure. sure. And you guys aren't footing Thankfully, the bill, we're old, so. and we un- except for Scott, we all understand. <laughs> the only one that really kills me. Yeah, I was uh, I was supposed to host a show in Winnipeg before the pandemic. It was a fundraiser for uh, John B. Duff. I, you think? Yeah, Ron Lynch came up. Uh, he's now like a Winnipeg type legend from his. Yeah, he comes all the time, and I always have appearances. to be one of his shows. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love him. But it was supposed to be the idiot show that. Uh, I would be hosting, and then they they got a bunch of complaints. Uh, they, you can't use the word idiot Ugh. anymore, so they changed it to Tim Foolery, which, admittedly, is a better better name than the idiot show. <laughs> sure, but yeah. Yeah. geez, I just didn't know yeah, the idiots were getting scary. together. <laughs> like I understand. Like in the nineties, yeah. the kids in the hall, we were on HBO for three years, mm-hmm. then CBS, and CBS was like HBO because nobody saw us because we were on at three in the morning, as I said earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, we were on HBO. Uh, and CBC was cool. They let us do whatever we wanted because mm-hmm. um, the head of CBC, Yvonne Vassan, who was great, was uh, also um, a protege of Lauren Michaels. But anyway, HBO, huh. the whole thing was they wanted us to be edgy because yeah. um, HBO's uh, tagline was, this isn't TV, it's HBO. So mm-hmm. they wanted us to... Um, you know, but I want you to... We never tried to be edgy. No, um, sure. We wrote square scenes. We wrote um, disgusting scenes. Whatever we thought was funny. That was the yeah. only... Yeah. Thought it was funny. Yeah, I think that's the best approach, right? Like, if you're trying to be edgy, you're not going to end up being funny. But the, there's only just... one group that can do that: uh, South Park. They're the only yeah. one because mm-hmm. they happen to be yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. again, I think Ray they're Parker's doing funny. just the what they think is I funny. Think they, they, they try to shock, but they're but they get away with it. But I agree with you. If you ninety uh, percent of the time, if you try to shock, it's it's not going to be funny. It 90%. just looks forced, but it yeah. doesn't ever look forced with with uh yeah south yeah park. it doesn't it doesn't with yeah. uh south park yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's just how they're funny i guess yeah. it's not for us because that's that's just how they're funny um uh like i said we're as vaudevillian as we are like dark yeah very right. dark actually looking mm-hmm. looking back on it yeah it, there is a, a big dark streak to the kids in the hall scott which wrote, I the love. Best, wrote the best dark comedy sketch ever i think where he was a cop no, he was an actor playing a cop, surf cop, and he was it was like a Tom Selleck kind of guy, and he was a closet homosexual. Yeah. Um, and he was he was really hiding that he was gay, and, and the whole scene was really funny. You see him pick up a, a young street hustler played by Bruce, and he pretends, hey, he's like my protege, like Batman and Robin, and like obviously he's having sex with him. But the funniest <laughs> thing ever was the ending of the sketch where he dies, and uh, he's at an open uh, casket, and people are at his funeral going. Uh, I heard he died of AIDS, and then from the uh, from the grave, you hear you see Scott go, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he's hiding the truth from his grave. Yeah. To me, to me, that's like a hundred percent exactly what comedy should be. It's yeah. as funny as it's dark as it's sort of important. Yeah. But if you yeah. try to write important stuff, then you're dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, uh, but if it comes out like if it sneak like gas, if it like sneaks out, <laughs> stuff, that's the best kind of important sneaking important stuff that you don't know yeah. that it's important. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think Scott did. Maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just a stinky little squeaker. <laughs> yeah. A little low gas squeaker of uh, importance. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, one of my favorite kids in the hall sketches is is the closing sketch on the first episode where you're all sitting around a fire and you're reminiscing oh, yeah. about a friend that passed away and then you just <laughs> slowly reveal that you all killed you all killed him piano wire yeah piano wire yeah like we're behind the like we're like we're at a like a like a outside there's a fire and we're drinking yeah. beer it's very yeah. Canadian. yeah yeah and yeah, at the yeah. End we go to good friends, yeah, good yeah. times, to ritualistic murders. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's why I right, think Bruce is the right. best writer. That like uh, Dave and I wrote it with him, but it's Bruce's idea. And to me, the the brilliant part of that, and I could say brilliant because it's Bruce's idea, is the, the disconnect. We're genuinely sad that Reg is dead, <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> but we all killed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Bruce reminds uh, Jack Handy is a writer like that. Yeah. Um, uh, no yeah. one can think of ideas, I think, in my opinion, like Jack Handy. Like no, yeah. Whether you like the scenes or not, Bruce McCullough and Jack Handy are similar that nobody could write that, um, like I come up with ideas that they do. Like the unfrozen right. K-Man lawyer scene. With, uh, uh, I love, yeah. Like yeah. who would think of that? That's like brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing more tragic than seeing a family ripped apart by something as simple as a pack of wolves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta see the sketch again. I haven't seen it before. <laughs> Even Tooth is the cat. It's like it got famous, but it's a weird idea about a cat that drives and then yeah. drives him off the cliff all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that was re recurring. Yeah, yeah, it was recurring. Yeah. So it made you seem like it was more commercial than it was, but it's a weird idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, you're calling Winnipeg home now for a little bit now, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll be back and forth. Well, I'm sure the show will be canceled after one season. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the back and forth. Uh, um, only how many of us? Two and a half of us live in Toronto, and I'm not doing a bad joke because Mark's in Los Angeles half the time. Right. A superstar, though. I, mm -hmm. Am I allowed to say this? I, I think it was just canceled. I think he told me that. Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. We were, I could uh, be some... wrong. I, I, you know what? Maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, he told me that he thinks it might be, and it wasn't. I, forget, I forget. Yeah. Don't listen to me. We did. Uh, we did a. Sh we didn't do a show with uh, Bruce McCullough by any means, but we we did the Toronto Sketch Festival, and we were like the opening act for his show, and he was just talking about. Um, moving getting out of uh, la and moving back to toronto he at did. That time. he's in toronto yeah. He's yeah. good right on and he's uh the, um he's the like director producer um showrunner of uh tall boys tall boys, tall boys. yeah, yeah. Picked up a third season i can yeah. say that i think oh yeah oh, right <laughs> on. Great. i didn't even the hear that season, they're just, they're just halfway through them showing the episode yeah. yeah 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 it's a great show you can check that out on cbc gem stream yeah. it if you can believe it you can stream it <laughs> <laughs> that's a free tagline for cbc jam if you're listening cbc uh don't don't give it away don't give it away we can we can charge for I, it famous. yeah famous. yeah cbc if you want to use that you're gonna have to pay a lot of money um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah what uh, uh i mean you've been through a couple winters now here in winnipeg yeah, and this one was really crazy. For, well, it was great. It was amazing. And then uh, the two weeks of um, yeah, <laughs> like I walk my dog Alaska a lot. I'm gonna walk her after this. Uh, the, the other family members also walk her. I'm not the only one. I'm not saying I'm a hero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh -oh. no, that uh -oh. okay. high quality internet seems to have stopped and failed us. Oh, oh, weird. Hey. hey. I paid so you. much money to get this, like, 500 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They never had trouble. 
There we go. There Can we I bore go. you with what it is? It's because for some reason we have two networks and oh. um, we keep switching to the uh, basement network and I'm on the fourth floor of, uh, and I, I never moved this computer, but it keeps switching to the other network and giving oh, me- weird. Why do you have two networks? Is this a common thing in Winnipeg? We have two I, networks? I, I, think I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Per house? Yeah, very weird. <laughs> I only have- I've one. never heard of it. I think you might be getting pranked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I never had troubles. And uh, we start kids in all Zoom meetings again tomorrow and I know I'm going to go off. And the thing is, they really rib you when you're off. Of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm part of it when I'm like on. But, uh, <laughs> Look at this idiot. He doesn't even have internet. <laughs> I should call them and ask about this. That's what I should do. Oh, yeah. but the CBC radio thing said that uh, uh, you can only be off for eight minutes before frostbite starts. And, and but, right. but I like I forgot and I was out for 20 minutes and frostbite did not start. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> right. Well. That's great. Why are we giving so much money to the CBC for? <laughs> Maybe they meant if I drop my gloves. If you drop your gloves, you can... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you leave them. If you're accidentally naked, you have eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. You slammed outside of Jilted Lover's house. Yeah. yeah. Wore my tearaway suit to walk the dog. <laughs> Got caught in the door. You have eight minutes to throw down my clothes! <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a big rush. <laughs> hey, eight minutes is a long time when you're watching the clock. Yeah. No, you got time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, not that. I don't want to wear that. It makes me look fat. <laughs> Writing a sketch. Hey, yeah. Um, I, I got I got one more question to ask you, and then we'll get into the two truths and a lie segment. Okay. Cool. Um, so you've uh, done, uh, I think, everyone here in hunks i believe because it was a few years ago where you did a sketch workshop mm -hmm. and uh honestly had a great time um in that workshop you guys are great i'm not lying <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> uh, i don't know how sincere that felt but um... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant it <laughs> I just have trouble saying things sincerely. I, <laughs> I, I, I loved the process. I really enjoyed it, like creatively working with uh, the group and under your tutelage and whatnot. Did uh, doing, I know you've done that um, in a few festivals, a few cities and stuff like that. Does uh, like working with uh, kind of a, a newer generation of sketch comedians and uh, having ideas being thrown around and kind of being in that creative process, did that uh, did that lend itself to keeping your like sketch writing chops sharp when you came into the the Good new question. season of Kids in the Hall? Yeah, yeah, because because I, I was touring around for a while doing that, and um, for sure. Uh, and it's funny because at first I fought against it, but um, you know, way before I taught you guys, and all your mm -hmm. ideas were great. I remember thinking that uh, <laughs> for the first couple of years, I I was ready to hate every idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, bad comedy. That's, that's sort of just the way we were when we were young, the kids in the hall. We were pompous and we hated every idea uh, mm -hmm. of other people that weren't in our troupe. Yep. And, uh, yeah. and that melted. And um, that was a good thing for me. And I like ideas. Nice. I like ideas now. <laughs> I <like Yeah>. <laughs> and the, I, I've been doing Zoom workshops to keep my, um, what's the saying? Toe in it, foot in it, hand in it, keep my leg in it. Keep your toe in the tub. Keep my toe in the tub. That will work. That will keep work. your hair wet. Keep my yeah, hair yeah. wet. Yeah. Head yeah. first. Keep my hair wet. And yeah. um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say about it. <laughs> oh, uh, the last few workshops, uh, I've loved every idea. 
also, there could be the chance that I'm just like getting bad and old and liking everything. That I'm doing. <laughs> and here, I'll end the question with this. Um, I hear so many ideas. Well, um, a year ago when I, uh, we were in Toronto, I started writing a sketch idea and then I realized, I, I wrote it, I was into it and halfway through I realized it was an idea from, a st I was writing it totally different. Yeah, yeah, sure. It was the same idea from a, a student that I had subconsciously yeah. stolen it. And I'm afraid well, of that. I mean, I was lucky that I picked up on it. Yeah. Um, but I could see me writing the whole sketch, the troop liking it, then realizing and not telling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parrot is dead when we return it to the pet store. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I always yeah. thought it would be funny if we uh, if we did a tour and we, we were like pretending to be like rock stars and we did a sketch like Chicken Lady and a Kill and we go, thank you, thank you very much, and now we're going to do a cover for you. And then we do the Dead Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. It's conceptual, and I yeah. don't know what to do. Do you just do the whole Dead Parrot sketch? That doesn't seem good. Like something's got to happen. <laughs> really take it for a walk. Yeah. 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 Or do a medley of covers. <laughs> yeah, 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 do yeah. a medley of covers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get a... to the payoff. Yeah, don't even get to any of the punchlines. <laughs> okay, so but we're going to do it reggae. <laughs> Amazon's like, like oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. We're ready to play the one and only game in the podcast. Oh, my God. It's not a game that harms me. Some games I, I, I have trouble, but this, this is okay. I like this. This is okay? Good. <laughs> Uh, Matt, do you want to explain to the listeners what this game is and how this game works? Love to, Tim. Uh, two Truths and a Lie is a game we love to play on the Hunks podcast where one of us says three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie, and it's everybody else's responsibility to guess which is the lie. And so helping us out with that this week is Kevin McDonald. Kevin. Yay. Hi. Hi. So do I do the three? That's what you told me, right? Yeah. yeah. Give you three <laughs> statements and then we'll... Do I just say three uh, uh, things and, uh, or do you interrupt me in between? It doesn't matter. I'm cool. I'm hip. Whatever you want. <laughs> Rory's going to try and interrupt you at least. Uh, yeah, I'm going yeah. to... Okay. I'm going to ask a question and then they'll shit on me because I'm not allowed to ask questions and we'll go from there. Yeah. Good to know. Thank you. Um, uh, I thought it would be interesting if I went in time with my family. I have one of them, my great-grandfather, one of them, my grandfather, one of them, my father. Oh, Love nice. Oh. All right. Here I go. My, uh, 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 do I say true or false? I, no, I, I, you no. just say them as true. if they're all okay. true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, my great-grandfather in the 1920s invented what they called the pay-as-you-enter. So when you go on streetcars and trolley, the thing that you uh, put the money in, that was yeah. called a pay-as-you-enter. And I don't even know if it has a name now. So that's number one. My great-grandfather huh. invented okay. the pay-as-you-enter. Okay. Okay. Wow. My grandfather, uh, this may not be so impressive for young people well even for people who know it um my grandfather let's say was a lawyer let's say uh, <laughs> he was, uh, his partner the 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 owned the law firm with him was jean drapeau who later became the mayor of montreal and he was jean drapeau's uh lawyer oh, okay huh. and number three my father the drunken dental equipment salesman won the Chicago Cup four years running for selling the, the most amount of x-ray machines in North America. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Oh, in North okay. America. In North America. Huh. In wow. North America. Mm. It's called the Chicago Cup. Yeah. That's huge. Wow. Chicago Cup. Or um. is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Might have been better Denver, Denver Cup. Like the Boston Bowl or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Huh, that's a tricky one. Okay, so uh, the first one is the pay as you enter. Uh, the second one is uh, uh, representing... The lawyer, the mayor of uh, Jean Drapeau. Lawyer. Who got the Olympics in Montreal? And he, um, that's true. Look yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> and he broke the city. He bankrupted the city making Olympic Stadium. I, I feel like the second one is false. Because the... you've said multiple times... <laughs> Le- that it might be false. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, th- I think that that one is true because I do know that you were born in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having family ties in Montreal, I'm going to say, and I want the pay as you enter to be true too. I'm going to say the third I kind of want it to be false, false because what a great lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really yeah, good actually. lie. Actually. Yeah. I'm gonna say the first one was false, and it was uh, pay as you leave. That was uh, <laughs> pay as you. Exit. Well, when you see twenties movies, they do pay as you leave, don't they? Uh-huh. Do they? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but that was maybe that was before. A, maybe that's a lie. I that was know. before they put sound in the movies, though, and changed the whole affair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Lauren. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the Chicago Cup is the lie. I think it was the. Uh, you know, the Denver saucer or whatever Tim said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I tell you the truth now? Yes, please. Yeah. The lie was the Chicago Cup. He only won oh. it three years running. Oh. Oh. oh! Technicality. Oh. I thought it'd be interesting to do technicality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Love That's still a lie, right? I, yes. I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. how Absolutely. I do it all the time. You he the won it three years team. running, and he uh, he started getting a, putting a swimming pool in our backyard, but then he uh, became a super alcoholic and got bankrupt, so we had a hole in our backyard, which sort of signified what was going on inside the house. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. <laughs> a funny story. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Three years running, but uh, oh, wow. uh, according to family legend, he invented the pay as you enter, and I, yeah. I know that my, uh, my gr- grandfather was a law uh, partner of uh, Jean Drapeau. What Do you guys know? even know Jean Drapeau? I don't. No. no. I know no. a guy named Jean who has a chapeau. <laughs> that's him. That's him. <laughs> well, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> so how did they get on the bus before the pay as you enter? I don't know. There must have been some more complicated systems. Just call in a tab at the end of the month? or <laughs> Series of funnels? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pneumatic yeah. tubes. Maybe you just paid the driver and he had to like stop and like organize things. He had one of those pocket, belts give you that, change. Uh, yeah, sh- yeah, shot out quarters. <laughs> Get an arcade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Also... Uh, my father told me, my drunken father told me that we were, uh, my family was on the Mayflower. And then years later, oh. when I was um, uh, reading my eighth book about being a surviving alcoholism, being a child of an alcoholic, they said, um, uh, f- uh, families that have alcoholism um, always lie and mythologize about their family. And they give one shining example is they always tell their children that their ancestors were on the Mayflower. Comma, <laughs> 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 Kevin. Wow. <laughs> Kevin McDonald. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's it. They tell me the Mayflower. Wow. Uh, another like comedy, a piece of dark comedy gold is in Brain Candy when the when there's that scene back where you play, I guess, your father and there's the oh, yeah. child and you go into the house and then there's a gunshot. <laughs> and then the, yeah. Ow, my foot. <laughs> another gunshot. Ow, ow my, my other foot. foot. Ow, my arm. Oh, ow, my first foot. When we first shot it, it went on for 10 minutes. Nice. <laughs> of course it did. Yeah, oh, my neighbor's foot. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the one time in the movie where I got to sort of be me and like that's do something silly dark. So yeah, yeah. funny. That's what I like. I like the silly dark. Yeah. Jerry Lewis and Annie Kaufman. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. that a fight to cut it down from 10 minutes? No, no, it wasn't. No, we, no. we, we had to cut it down. Yeah. They just let me go on and on because I was, uh, I guess I was being funny. Um, but uh, yeah. here, here's something. But uh, Just say, Kevin, stop talking. We have to go. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think this is interesting. If you like brain candy, which I do, though uh -huh. it bombed, but I like it. Um, That's great. So good. And Kelly Macon, our director, who's also uh, directing half the um, episodes on our new show. Nice. Um, and a genius. He, um, he, when he cut the movie, he, uh, he wanted to show us, he said that before he showed us the rough cut, we went to the editing room and we were excited. We had popcorn. I remember Scott and I had oh, popcorn. Yeah. And he said, now, guys, just because it's only, it's fair to you, um, this is going to be edited a lot, but we wanted to show you the whole script. So this is the, this is the movie, the whole script. But he said, but I warn you, it's two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but because you probably want to decide, like, want to help with the cuts, we were showing it to you. And I remember halfway through with my popcorn, I'll never forget, I leaned to Scott and said, this is better than The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, an hour later, I turned to Scott and said, this is the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah. They should oh, release man. an Irishman-length cut of Brain yeah. Candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're old enough that they made us look young again. Age everybody <laughs> down. Yeah. 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 Age everybody down. Yeah. Uh, Queen's Gambit, do they take the actress and age her to be 13? I know she's not the nine-year-old, but they sort of age her to be 13, doesn't she? I'm, oh, I'm I don't know. I don't know. It looked like her. I just thought she looked young. Like the but actress? But she acted like an adult. I don't know how old the yeah. actress is. She's amazing, anyway. Yeah. Whether she starts when she's a teenager or not, she's, uh, yeah. she's amazing. I'm enjoying that show very much. It's like so that good. scene when she's kicking that guy outside the restaurant, she just looks like she's in her 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she she's lift playing her arms. 13, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. I give up on shows very easily. Uh, one or two episodes. Oh, yeah. uh, I gave up on Shit's Creek after two episodes, but Dave Foley told me I should keep watching and he likes it. I don't know. That's yeah. what I found with Shit's Creek. I, I I had to give it I, I almost I gave up after two episodes, then I gave up after four episodes, and then I think it was the sixth episode that I was like, Oh, oh okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah. That's what Dave said. That's what Dave yeah. said. Yeah. Also, Stranger Things. I keep trying, and now I'm three episodes really? in, but I just don't like it. Oh, then you won't like it the anymore. 80s. Don't yeah. do it. I won't like it anymore. No, no, I don't think no. so. I think that the first uh, few episodes are the best ones. Yeah. The best first the best season anyways. part of Stranger Things is the opening credits, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I true. like Stranger What's Things. What's the opening credits again? I've seen it three like, times. But it's it? just like Stephen King type font coming towards the camera, oh. and it's like, wow, wow. That's what it is. It's like Steven yeah. Spielberg meets Steven. It's the Stevens yes. of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. 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 Attack of the and Stevens. I, like, I, I was a Dave Foley and I were movie ushers. I've seen them all. And it yeah. wasn't that uh, I, I don't get what's good. I can think, oh, maybe the next one, something good will happen. I, uh, but I, I don't like it. Yeah, no. But I, I gave don't up think you're only like free. Yeah. yeah. But you like Queen's Gambit? Anything else uh, you're checking out? Any other TV movie recommendations? <laughs> uh, mostly I watch documentaries. I tried. Ooh. I never saw it. Sons of Anarchy, and I gave up after one episode. Not that it was bad. Yeah. It was just nothing good. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch fair. the Ken Burns documentary series on country music? No, I got to see that. Thank you oh, for reminding yeah. me. I got to see that. Please do. And we can talk about it. Hugs <laughs> hates it because I, I watched it and while we were on tour and they just hate me because I... 
kept shoehorning it into every conversation. Any conversation. <laughs> it would be like, Tim, what do you want for breakfast? Well, according to the Ken Burns documentary on country music. <laughs> Merle Haggard would have. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Does he, he go had... all the way to the, the new country that's horrible? Not really, no. Like It kind of touches on uh, Garth Brooks and it, uh, it touches on uh, Shania Twain. It probably wasn't horrible in retrospect, but he, be, he helped ruin it. Yeah. 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 The more they made it like rock and roll of the 70s, which I liked as a kid, the more they ruined it. Isn't that weird? The yeah. more they made it like something I kind of liked, they ruined yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I love country rock. Uh, Flying Burrito Brothers, Graham oh, Parsons is yeah. one of my idols. Do they, do they mention Graham Parsons? They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Some nice moments and some great footage. There's a great Garth. Uh, here we go. Talking about the country <laughs> oh, music documentary. There is some great stories about Garth Brooks that's like on the last episode, and it made me actually care about him. Like there was this. Seems like a nice guy. You always yeah. hear he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's he sold out the uh, uh, arena or, or a big football stadium in uh, Dallas and uh, sold out so quick. They added a second concert. Sold out so fast. They added a third concert, and then he found out that they were. And this is like a 70,000 seat uh, stadium sold out three nights in a row. He's playing 70,000 sold out. And then he found out that uh, a bunch of scalpers had uh, made uh, fake copies of the tickets and were uh. selling them. So he added two more dates and he charged no admission for it. Uh, wow. So anyone that wow. got screwed over for scalping, uh, he just did a free show in the stadium for anyone that uh, wasn't able to make it or couldn't wow. afford it. There's this other like festival that he showed up to like a bluegrass festival where he would he was booked before his album dropped and he became huge and he went to the festival anyways and everyone uh had like you know tables set up to sign cds for their fans or whatever and and they didn't set one up for him because they didn't think that he would do it but so he just went and stood by one of the tables and he was signing autographs for uh, 18 hours straight. Holy like, moly. Uh, he didn't leave until everyone got to say hi and shake his hand and get an autograph. He just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. So he like dang something at the, the Joe Biden inaugural. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he was he was in uh, like a classic sketch on Saturday Night Live, the <laughs> sketch oh, yeah. where the Will, Will Ferrell's teaching <laughs> him to play guitar. He was kind of funny when he kind of funny. Yeah, kind of funny. Does he have any songs? That, most of his songs, I think, are uh, I say this to me like a insult. It's what Bruce McCullough calls a complice salt. Um, uh, his songs are technically good. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he have any songs that are more than technically good? Um, friends in low places is a great one. Oh, is that rolls. technically good? It is, but think, it's also like I mean, classic. It's I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those. It's like pop music, right? Where it's it's it's, sure. the, it's the marrying of of country to pop music. I'm I'm I I, I that I just can't stand. It, yeah. It's yeah. revolting to yeah, me. That, like I agree, yeah. And, yeah. and I like pop music. So you think I would like it? Yeah, but it, yeah like, me it too. Both things. It ruins both things. Two yeah. pina coladas. <laughs> I'll Classic. Google it right after this, but I probably won't like it. <laughs> yeah. I think I've heard it. I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Grant Parsons, yeah. but like he did it right in the Stone Ponies and Michael Nesmith, his solo albums when he did country rock, like that, that to me. And then yeah, the Eagles yeah. did it badly. And yes. they made and they ruined stuff too for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they have songs I like. Um, so uh, we're we're kind of yeah. Getting... You can tell me to leave. I'll leave now. No, <laughs> no <way. laughs> don't worry about me. 
Uh, no, there's there is one other segment on the podcast that we that we play, and we'll hope that you'll oblige us. Kick the old guy off. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna try to find ways to ruin your internet. <laughs> hacking, hacking. Um, uh, no, for the on the right network now. <laughs> for season two of the podcast, each episode uh, we're taking turns amongst the hunks to uh, pitch some sketch ideas to the group. And then uh, we get to shoot them down, or usually we start yelling at each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have a fight, <laughs> storm off in other rooms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come back with a good idea on how to end it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week, Matt has some sketches to pitch, sketch ideas to pitch us. Yeah. Okay. I can just quietly listen? Sure. Yeah, please. Do whatever you want. But also, you can, but you can also talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're, you're, the option you're, is there. I understand. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what about what about Doogie Hauser, but for like police? <laughs> so like a, a super young cop. Yeah, super young cop, and like so Doogie Hauser was like he was really interested in the medical profession, so he became a doctor. Right. This is just like a kid who loves guns. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, get him in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and he funny. moves up the ranks fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I try yeah. to think, what if he was a genius prodigy is something that a child is good at? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like the Sand popcorn castles. machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just pushing it. <laughs> and then the what straight man's going, but everyone's that age. It's good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius prodigy of patty cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Got all the way to the baker's man part. Yeah, <laughs> a prodigy of Simon says, but this kid is six. They're all six. Everyone here is six. <laughs> he's I on think stage. He's pro. Yeah, he's on stage at Carnegie Hall doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Simon says, <laughs> Carnegie Hall. Okay, so one down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, how about this? By the way, that's a horrible kiss in the hall habit. That idea is good, but my idea. That's, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what this is. Um, okay, how about this? You know, dog owners who treat their dogs like children. Uh -huh. right? Sometimes they even dress them up in like sleepers. So what about dog owners that take it to the extreme? Like, uh, you know, their dog, they put their dog in hockey. And then the dog starts dressing goth a little later. And then the dog goes off to college, so the parents are really depressed. Yeah, yeah. They turn the dog's kennel into a, a billiards room. Yeah, yeah. The dog comes out, so the parents disown him. And... Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sorry for saying it like I'm surprised, like I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope to take you by surprise. You ever think of doing a sketch show like animation? You could do stuff like that. Yeah, um, right. I was thinking it'd be great to do like an animated sketch show where it'd be like a normal sketch show, but you do stuff for like you can do dogs without having dog trainers come. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because All you can't really play it with somebody dressed as a dog. It doesn't work, right? It doesn't work. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. you'd need like one of those Daft Punk dogs like uh, where it's really, real looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. In a far okay. away shot when he's playing hockey, you could have a guy in a dog suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a good idea. Okay. Uh, you just to about... find somebody that looks remarkably like a dog. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what about, uh, okay, it's, uh, 
it's the hobbit okay we're in their little hobbit house <laughs> and the parents are the parents are talking to the younger hobbit and oh what an adventure but it turns out they're just like a weird family and they're in new york <laughs> <laughs> so so they've got a house that's like half underground yeah, but yeah. it's in new york yeah they just in dug a, a hole they just dress <laughs> that way for whatever reason <laughs> The normal height. Yeah, and they've yeah. got a real foot problem in this family. <laughs> yeah. They're they're that family that never wears shoes. Like it's dead of winter, and they're walking around yeah. in flip flops. Yeah, yeah, and they're terminally happy. <laughs> no one's sure if they should do something about it because they're they're happy. They're not bothering it. Yeah, yeah, it's but... not it's not technically illegal to live like that. It's just upsetting. Yeah. yeah. They're always showing off their rings. <laughs> From this segment of the show, has any of these ideas become sketches before? Not yet. Too soon no, to not tell. We've <laughs> <laughs> only been doing it for like five weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. This really is a dumping ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's good. Like, don't think you're wasting them. These are good ideas. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. the old man of comedy. <laughs> uh, last idea. Okay. Uh, we kind of already stumbled upon it, but I was thinking, what about like somebody who's just barely a savant? Like <laughs> one one que one question wrong, more on the test, they'd just be a regular guy. <laughs> so just you know? kind of a smart person. Because well, there's got to be a cutoff, right? There's like yeah. there's savant, savant, a savant, savant not a savant. Yeah, savant. A savantish. A savantish. Oh my god! Do you know your son is a savantish? <laughs> he gets straight A's. Yeah, gets straight A minuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Occasionally B plus, but nothing lower. He just sat down at a piano and played. Not a song, but something that might someday be That's a song. Music-ish. Yeah. He sat yeah. down at a piano, and he knew it was a piano. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not Jack go Handy wrote there in our live sketch called uh, Idiot Savant with Anthony Michael Hall, where, oh. he, um, where he was a genius of being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so That's we'll have great. to tiptoe around this one. No, 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 it's yeah. different. Yeah. I just, I'm an old guy that remembers it. And then Python. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got for. Those are great. Good ideas. Great. Those are great. Yeah, I like them. Okay, great. So we got a new. We got a new 25 minutes then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Before you go, you said you were touring. Were you touring during the pandemic? Oof, yeah, no. exclusively. Um, <laughs> it's the, the only time people want uh, us. Tour. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we never did live shows before there was a deadly virus. Yeah. So we only started. We did a once. 19 city tour. Yeah. <laughs> we like touring, then the pandemic hits, and then exactly. you had yeah, we, we were in Toronto, yeah. and every yeah. day we did three shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day it was. Worse when? Worse. I was probably there. Yeah, it was March 14th, 15th, uh, 16th. I was yeah. there. No, but. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, but at that point, maybe I wouldn't have gone out. What's the date that um, the NBA shut down? That was the day I stopped going 15th. out. It was the, that was the day of our first show. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the day of our first show. Yeah. yeah. I remember that because I was watching CNN, waiting for yeah. Norm to arrive. The, yeah. the previously mentioned Norm. And um, Chris Cuomo came on. And first he said Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson uh, right. got COVID. Yeah. And then he said the NBA is closed down. And there was a third one, but I've, everyone forgets the third one. But there was three that happened within an hour. That, yeah. 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 
Um, and the hunks are closing down their show. That was <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Oh, oh, no, wait. They're still doing it. <laughs> yeah. they, they've they, they, added they, they, a show? <laughs> you had to fly back with COVID in the air? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. It was yeah. wild. It yeah. Was really yeah. Who were you playing? Comedy bar? Uh, we were at the no. theater center. Theater center. Yeah. Oh. It's for the Prince. sketch festival there, the Toronto yeah. Sketch Festival. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. It was, uh, we did uh, 2020 was shaping up to be or whatever more aggressive like tour years in january we did uh, um edmonton and vancouver and san francisco yeah. sketch fest and then uh la and uh wow yeah then we where'd you play in la we did run show in la actually the lyric hyperium oh yeah yeah no i've yeah. performed there yeah that's why i did my podcast whenever i went oh there. nice oh cool yeah, yeah, that uh, I've been really enjoying listening to that podcast. Seems like you put a lot of work into your podcast, and that's certainly one way of doing it. It's so. funny. Take <laughs> <laughs> me off the air. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the sketches that went well, my podcast, they're the ones that I reshaped and brought in for the first week of the read throughs of the Kitchen Hall, and they all bombed. Oh, what? Really? What? Oh, no. And it was my goal. And I thought I have to write new stuff, and then, uh, and that's the stuff that got in. What yeah, about wow. the, the... You can say goodnight anytime. I have things to do. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let you go right away here. Just yeah. like what ten, am I gonna ten, do? ten, ten, ten more minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. In nine minutes would be exactly nine. You could no, you get off. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't leave until you finish your apple juice. <laughs> Double fisting your apple juice. <laughs> I never liked apple juice, but the this kind of superstore, it's the first apple juice I really love. Mm, oh. Okay. That is not a sponsor. <laughs> well, I hope you get back to touring uh, in, a, in like in the summer or a fall or whenever it's uh, possible to. I hope. Whenever yeah. it's feasible, yeah. 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 yeah if, you go to my, uh, if you go to Toronto, uh, if, if the world changes for the good in a week or two, I'll be in Toronto <laughs> in a month um, oh. for like till July or August. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. And you, oh, you right, guys are shooting in Toronto. Nice. Cool. Hell yeah. Hell is that yeah. going to well, be a live studio audience? No, even though we did last time. It's funny, we were debating because all this stuff seemed like filmed stuff and then the pandemic answered it for us. Well, why right. don't we just film everything? Yeah, I guess, yeah. It just makes it easier in this day and age for sure. Right. Tomorrow, this is interesting if you're boring. Tomorrow we're having a, a Zoom meeting about uh, the music. Do we go with um, uh, one of the shouting men are, are dead, the bass player, mm -hmm. though he was important to the troop. I'm not making yeah. a bass player joke and he was yeah. a nice guy. Um, do we go with Shadowy Men again, the, the people that are in music, or do we go something different? No, go with the same. Yeah, you go with the I, same. I, I think like uh, fans will be disappointed, and we're supposed yeah. to be cool and not care about that. The thing is, I would only disappoint the fans if I knew I was going to disappoint them because we had such a great idea. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's yeah. let's play some Bach, Johann uh, Sebastian yeah. Bach. We had a really great idea and made that work. But yeah. if we just did it because we did it before and we want to be different, we're just going to disappoint people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. A great idea saves everything, but we have no great idea. Sure. My vote tomorrow is going to be uh, do Shadowy Man. You can yeah. say goodnight at any time. I'll go walk. <laughs> <laughs> See if they could do like a dubstep remix of uh, Shadowy Man. <laughs> I do think we should do a version. No one likes this, so you won't like it. Um, I'm giving you permission not to like it because no one likes it. But uh, a version where we admit that we're old and the song is slow at first and it's us like getting out of bed and stuff. Uh, yeah <laughs> i kind of like it going and the song picks up and the song the last third of the song is the way it was uh, back in the 90s yeah i love that idea yeah. thank you yeah thank you. yeah yeah 
because I think that song and the rhythm of it and the pace of it lends itself well to that exact. Yeah, well, the way I, I agree with you, the way it starts it would be so great slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because you wouldn't like, you wouldn't even be sure what it is that you're hearing until it until yeah. you have a chance to like really soak it in and be like, oh, oh, it's the song. And by the time at the end, it would get to the double time. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love yeah. to see the meeting tomorrow. You're like, I swear these hunks I was talking to you yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Really, Kevin? We've seen the hunks. You're fired! <laughs> uh, well, this has been an absolute treat. Uh, thank you so much for taking yeah, time thanks. out of your day. I had fun. I'm not podcast. lying this time. <laughs> <laughs> we had All fun, right. too. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I'll come back and see a whole show of yours instead of just sketches of uh, now. Then, when the world stops being crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll put on a we'll put on a, once you get your vaccination, we'll put on a show just for you. Yeah, we should do we should do a couple yeah. covers of yeah. your sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna do a cover for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do Citizen Kane. Don't do the sketch Citizen Kane. Do the whole movie Citizen Kane. <laughs> Um, so I'm sad. Don't worry, I'm not sad. I'm gonna walk my dog. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled on Amazon Prime for uh, some hot new. Yeah, content. it's supposed to start coming out in the fall. Um, if all five of us, if we all survive the shoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. The director, I'm getting off. I swear, he's got to wear a visor, and he's Kelly yeah. Macon, who I've known for uh, like 25, 30 years. And he, uh, there's one thing he always tells me, and it's gonna be because he looks a bit like Darth Vader, so it's gonna be weird having a Darth Vader visor guy uh, in between takes going, Kevin, can you bring it down a bit? That's <laughs> 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 okay, one end. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, check out Kevin McDonald's uh, podcast wherever you get your podcasts. There's a, a great catalog of uh, performances and shows. Very entertaining. Rory, where can they find the hunk stuff? You can just... find Hunks at Hunks Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. All of our old video sketches are on YouTube at Hunks Comedy. And you can find oh, us oh, at... <laughs> Kevin hung up for a bit. He was just ducking out. Mid and you could hear his glass like <laughs> rattling and then he just left That's hey i don't blame him this is the most boring part of the show absolutely yeah. yeah but also check out our patreon yeah and uh if you go to hunkscomedy.bandcamp.com or anywhere you get uh your comedy albums like itunes spotify whatever the fuck all of them uh you can pre-order our first album called mouth beef uh starting i believe mm -hmm. tomorrow or the day after when it depends when you're listening to this but march 1st you can pre-order our album i think here the first track already on Bandcamp. if you go there and pre-save it or pre-order it or whatever it's called on that platform and yeah. help us out if you if you have listened this far you're gonna like it yeah. Just buy it. What's it? Ten mm -hmm. bucks. You I get ten bucks. Like you know what? Even if you don't like sketch comedy, if you just want to hear what it sounded like when there was a hundred people in a room, this is the album for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And stick around a couple more minutes because we got a brand new, freshly recorded sketch for you coming up. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin McDonald. And shout out to Rusty Matthias, our beautiful sound designer and engineer who uh, puts all the beautiful things on it and makes it sound nice. So that's it. See you next week. Right on. Bye. Bye.
Knights of the realm, can I count on your swords and those of your bannermen in the battle to come? Your grace, I, Sorcia the Black, pledge to fight to my last breath for thee. This I swear by the grave of my father and by my most trustworthy sword, Excalibur. Oh, you named your sword? That's pretty cool. I'm, my name's Bloodrider. So too do I, Stallionheart. Swear by my sword, Oathkeeper. Oh shit, is everybody naming their swords? I mean, everybody has named their swords, as expected, including me, Bloodrider. Yes, we've all got cool, scary names for our swords. Bloodrider! Yeah? Oh, um, uh, <clears throat> your highness, I, Bloodrider, swear by my sword. Brian? Your sword's name is Brian? No, that's my friend's name. I just got mixed up for a second. <clears throat> your grace, I swear by my sword. Jagged little Phil? No, that sucks. Your sword doesn't need a name, Bloodrider, so long as it's pointed. Well, it has a name, so no problem. Okay, here we go. Your Grace, you have my sword. The Beatles. Fuck. What about Widowmaker? Yeah, sure, that's a good name for someone who doesn't have a name for their sword, but I do have a name for my sword because I just thought of one and it's actually better than that. And that name is Vanilla Latte. No, that's a coffee. Pumpkin Spike! No, still coffee. Uh, Battle Turd? Bong Rip. T-Mobile. Uh, an evening with Sharon friends. Ooh, how about The Bank? A package of pens. Uncle Ron. Bone Daddy. Oh, that's not bad, huh? Bone Daddy? Can I count on your Bone Daddy, Blood Rider? Yeah, see, when you say it, it sounds like a drag king name. Blood Rider! Yep, yeah, fine. Your Grace, you have my sword, Bone Daddy. And my knife. Stallion heart. No, that's that guy, right? Wait, give me a minute. I'll think of something. Hunks is a sketch comedy group from Winnipeg. Got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each week from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and editing and sound stuff by me, Rusty Mattias, at my home. Thanks again to this week's super special guest, Kevin McDonald. Make sure you subscribe to the Hunks Podcast wherever you're listening to it right now, and tune in again next week for another incredibly special guest that's going to blow your freaking mind. Have a great week, everyone. Okay, bye!